Hey, my friends, welcome to the Courage and Clarity podcast. Steph Crowder here, and this is the podcast that is all about going out there and earning a living doing something you love. Running an online business is the answer for many of us listening to this podcast. It's all about figuring out what your gift is that you want to give to this world, how to give it in a way that helps people generously, how to create value out there in the world and have that value be returned to you in the form of a profitable business that allows you to do whatever it is that you care about. It's different for everybody. For some of us, we're parenting and (laughs) that's you. I send you all the solidarity. Maybe you're someone who's traveling. You have some kind of dream. You've got some kind of fire in your belly and you just maybe you want more time freedom. You want to be able to call the shots. So you're building a business. Whatever it is that lights you up, I'm so excited that you're here and I'm really excited to talk to you today. This episode is called Where You Left Off and I think it's going to be a really good one. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, I just want to tell you that at the time of this recording, I have recently closed up enrollment for my six-month business coaching mastermind. It's called The Messy Middle, and it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. It is for entrepreneurs who are in the mid-stages of business building, so they're not totally at the beginning. They've gone out there. They've gotten some customers. They've seen some traction, seen a bit of success. But things feel far from figured out. There's a lot of questions about scaling and making this sustainable and making things feel easier and everything in between. I love running this mastermind. We've been at it for this is our second week. Last week was orientation week. This week I did a 90-day planning training and it was fantastic. It was so much fun. I taught some things that I've never taught before including this new concept that I'm calling the sales zone and what uh, activities in your business are money-making activities and which ones are not. I think there were some real eye-openers there for people. And now my clients are creating their 90-day plans and submitting those to me for feedback, which is so fun. So anyway, that's what's going on over here. If you think that you might like to work with me, have me as your business coach for six months. Um, I'd love to see you get on the wait list for our next enrollment period. It'll be coming around in Q4 of this year. So you can go to stephcrowder.com slash mastermind, pop your name in the box there. That's going to put you on the wait list. Uh, We did sell out uh, for this enrollment period and I suspect we'll sell out again next time. So people on the wait list will get the first opportunity, probably be some nice bonuses, We'll see what happens. But if you think you might like to have me as your business coach next year, beginning of the year, uh, you can go to stephcrowder.com slash mastermind for all the details and to get on the wait list. So I'm going to be talking more about that launch in probably the next podcast episode. There's much I would like to tell you about what I learned, how it went. Maybe we'll do a little bit of behind the scenes. I did some things differently. I sold out, hit my stretch number, and there's a lot of cool stuff that happened along the way that I think could be helpful for all of you who are out there trying to launch things. But for today, I want to talk to you about this idea of where you left off. So I've been really thinking about this, and it's pretty cool. So I have been, as we all do, in April in the United States, I've been spending a lot of time bothering my wonderful accountant. (laughs) It's tax time here in the United States. 
And I have to give a shout out to Nakondra Moran of Exceptional Tax Services. We've been working together for years. She's been dealing with my uh, my financial literacy or lack thereof. <laughs> it's something I'm working on. It's something I'm working on. But Nakondra is wonderful. She's so professional and um, she's just great to work with. And so we're, we're going back and forth. You know, she files my taxes. Um, she helps with our taxes, not only for the business, but also for my family. And you know, she came back and she said something that I'm sure she, if she's hearing this, first of all, hi, Nicondra. Secondly, she probably has no idea the impact that this had on me, but it really did stop me in my tracks in the best way. We were talking about what I owe Uncle Sam. And she said this comment. She said, Steph's business has really picked up right where she left off. Yeah. So for those of you, you probably know this if you're listening to the podcast, but maybe you're new. I have been a business coach. I've been running my own business kind of on and off since like 2014 was my first foray into coaching. And I've worked, I've, I've had some some great opportunities to work for other people. I've taken breaks from my business in that time. Uh, most recently, I was the director of sales and marketing over in another company for a year. And so I came back to this business, gosh, just a like six months ago, a little bit over six months ago, maybe seven months ago. And so what Nakandra is referencing there is that, you know, looking at my taxes and looking at what we're doing, what the business is doing now, it's as though I never left. I took a year off. And if y'all know, if you've been around, you know, I, I ghosted you guys. Sorry for that, by the way. It was a very unceremonious departure. I, you know, I've talked about this. I have a podcast episode you can listen to. It's uh, I think it's called I'm Back. It's the first one in your feed. It should be the the oldest one uh, available for listening where I talk about, you know, that decision to to leave my business, the decision to come back to my business. And the truth of the matter is I really had no like shutdown plan. You know, I, I always thought it was possible, maybe even probable that I would be back. But I've seen other people, quite a few other people, make the decision to step back from their business, maybe close their business entirely. And I've no noticed, with a little bit of shame, if I am being completely honest, other people seem to really do this in a very tidy way. They might do like a we're closing sale. They, you know, turn off all their stuff. I didn't do any of that. I just kind of was like, put up a post saying, hey, I got this amazing new job. Uh, thanks for the memories. <laughs> and I just kind of stopped. I just kind of stopped. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I didn't I just didn't really know what to do or if I'd be back. And I was so excited about my new opportunity that I kind of just let things um, expire on the vine, wither on the vine, if you will. And that felt weird. It did feel a little bit uncomfortable to just leave it like hanging open um like a like a sentence with ellipses and i share that with you because i want because i think it's relevant that that was kind of uncomfortable for me it was like i was very busy in the season of life young kids new job wanting to do my best work and i always had in the back of my mind like i should close my, some of my stuff at one point i mean really this was sloppy at one point, my domain expired. Um, the reason you can't access all my old podcast episodes is because my podcast membership expired. I didn't know all my episodes would get deleted. And so all of this happened so imperfectly. And I just, this is relevant, I promise. Um, but, you know, just to show you kind of the messy side of 
the decisions that I made. I don't regret that. It's just how my journey unfolded. I needed the break. I took the break and I did it without a lot of forethought, right? And so when a year later I wanted to come back to this business, you can imagine I had a lot of questions and even some doubt about how possible that was going to be. I mean, after all, I just kind of left, right? I just sort of left the door open and wandered out and just left everybody wondering like what was going. I mean, I did say where I was going, but yeah, just, you know, a website that doesn't work anymore, like all oh, real messy stuff, right? And so you can imagine that as I came back to um, the first thing that I did when I came back is I took one-on-one coaching clients. And now, of course, I've launched the mastermind. And through all of it, I had this burning question in the back of my mind, which a few questions really, but they sounded something like this. Um, What if it doesn't work? What if everybody's moved on? What if all that success I had before is squandered? What if I'm starting from scratch? What if it just because it worked before, it doesn't work again? Um, And just overall, a lot of beating myself up about some of the time that if I wanted to look at it a certain way, I could say it was, I don't want to say wasted because the opportunity I had to um, be in this role with another company was, it was a great opportunity. And I I have said this and I will continue to say it. I have no regrets. It was definitely the right move for me. I learned a lot. It was a growth development opportunity for me. And let me just tell you, I have come back to my business healthier mindset wise than I have been in years. And that has a lot to do with the decision that I made to take a step back and just kind of breathe. Like I had a baby in the pandemic, y'all. I built a house. A lot of stuff happened for me that just made me need to take a beat, you know, take a beat and let somebody else be the CEO for a while. And but even still, even without any regret, I would not go back and do it, do it differently. I still had questions like, yeah, what's the plan if this doesn't work? And you can see, I bet you can see, right? You can see that my concern, I mean, it was legit. That's a legit concern. And I was thinking about what Nakandra said, that it's as though you picked right up where you left off. And what she specifically meant with that comment was my business revenue, which is pretty cool considering this is a business that does multiple six figures a year. No one's more surprised than me that I could take a year off, have this unceremonious exit, do it imperfectly, and then just come back and with a lot of hard work for sure and some grit and some elbow grease and some humility and vulnerability um, and a whole lot of mindset work, y'all. So much mindset work, help from coaches, help from friends um, to have my accountant say, it's as though you picked up where you left off. And that has me thinking about how much drama a lot of us have around, let's call it, falling off the wagon, falling behind, things not going according to plan. Let me tell you a little bit about how this shows up all the time in my coaching with my clients. And so just so everybody listening knows, this is not about any one client. I I couldn't even pick just one. I've heard this probably from every client at some point in working with me so normal. I can't even tell you how normal it is for them to come to me and say, oh gosh, I had this plan. I was going to do 
XYZ. I was going to send this email to my list. I was going to post on social media. I was going to launch. I was going to fill in the blank. And then life happened, right? My kid got sick. A hurricane hit. I had to move. My parents' health started failing and everything in between. Y'all, life is going to (laughs) life. You know what I mean? Life is going to be what life is. Life is going to happen. And I notice the shame and the beating up of oneself that happens when we come back to it and say, I fell off the wagon. I'm behind. And now, and a lot of times our temptation is to focus on what we perceive we've lost, whether it's a day, a week, a month, or a year. All that time I could have been, I should have been, right? I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And now look at me. And I think about this too, this like there's so many places in life where this shows up, like you have an exercise plan and you're going to work out six days this week or something and you miss a day. You miss a day. How often, and this is hitting a little too close to home right now because I'm actually in a week like this myself where I've just had some circumstances where I'm normally really good about getting to the gym these days because I genuinely enjoy it. Never thought I'd be the person who says that, but I enjoy the effects that I get from it from a mental perspective and of course, physically, energetically. But I'm having one of those weeks where a day off turned into two days off, turns into three days off, and now we're going on like five days off. What's happened here? Well, we make it mean something that we missed a day, that we fell off our plan, that life happened. And so when that happens, we kind of have a choice, right? We can choose to disrupt the very tempting pattern of, well, I didn't do what I was going to say. I said I was going to do yesterday. So who cares if I do it today? Mm, right? Like maybe you said you're going to make your bed every day and you miss a day. Now it's so easy to miss another day. Why is that? Well, you're making it mean something is what I've realized, right? The fact that you made your bed seven days in a row, but you didn't make it yesterday. Now your brain wants to be like, well, see, I told you, you're not the kind of person that can make your bed every day. Who cares if you make it today? You didn't make it yesterday. Probably not going to make it tomorrow. So let's just give up, right? Let's just move on. We're not going to be the kind of person who makes their bed. We're not going to be the kind of person who goes to the gym. Maybe we're not going to be an entrepreneur. Maybe I'll just pack it in and go do something that's a little less challenging. And This question has just come up for me, which is, what if you just picked up where you left off? What if that is an option to just not engage in the drama that is oh so tempting, friends? Like I told you, I'm on day five of just not walking my butt to the gym because I'm like, you know, I didn't go. I didn't go. And I was supposed to do arm day and now I got leg day. And, you know, woe is me, right? What if what if I just didn't didn't <laughs> what if I just opted out of that whole shame spiral and just picked up where I left off like nothing happened. So if the last time that I worked out was five days ago and I had, you know, for the following day, I had arm day programmed. I'm just going to go to the gym today and do arm day. I'm going to pretend like those five days didn't happen because who cares? Right. Like who really cares that five days have passed? Okay. Could I be a little bit stronger? Maybe, you know, maybe I could have, you know, I'd be further ahead in my plan. I'm five days behind. That is one way of looking at it. But 
one, is looking at it that way really serving me at all? I would argue absolutely not. And number two, most importantly, does it really matter? Looking at my financial picture and having my accountant say, it's like you pick up, picked up where you left off. It's like the year that I took off my business doesn't matter. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Now, sure, you could argue, let's just say, you know, let's just say I'm going to do 200K in my business this year. And maybe if I hadn't taken a year off, maybe I'd be doing 500K this year. We'll never know, right? We'll never know. And it's relevant. What is relevant to me is how freaking cool is it that I can just say to myself, and that's, I, I'm realizing now it's exactly what I did. By leaving things hanging open for a year, which I had so much shame about, I felt super unprofessional. What I'm seeing now that I couldn't have known at the time is it gave me the opportunity to just pick up where I left off. I think about, you know, performers. Um, my daughter just had a dance recital and she was nervous. She was, of course, she's six years old. She was super nervous. And she was like, mom, like, what if I forget a part? What if I miss a step? What if I get it wrong? What do you think my answer was? I said, just jump back in when you remember what to do next. So you miss a step. Okay, you got two choices, right? You can stand there like a deer in headlights watching everybody else dance and you know what moves come next, but you're not doing them because all you're thinking about is the one freaking step that you missed. Well, now it really is standing out that you're just standing there, right? Or you can put a smile on your face. You can just jump right back in and pick up where you left off as if it never happened. It happened. Okay. So what? Would it have been better if you hadn't missed the step? I don't know. Maybe. But who really cares, right? So that's what I want to offer you today is like, what if, first of all, what if we play this game that it's not if you fall off your plan, if you missed a deadline, if you get sick, you know, how about it's when? Okay, because we're imperfect humans. We're, we have best laid plans. What if we plan for things to not go according to plan? And what if it's actually 10 times more important that you pick yourself up and jump right back into your plan? What if it's 10 times more important that you do that than it is to do everything perfectly, right? What if we just plan for things to not go according to plan and we say, okay, so something's going to happen, right? Like life's going to be life, you know, things are going to happen. And I'm just going to go ahead and accept that right now. I remember when I was getting married, I had a mentor at the time who said, you got to tell yourself something's going to go wrong on that day. And I remember being like, what? It's my special day. I want everything to go perfectly. He's like, no, no, something's going to go wrong. And things did go wrong. I didn't like something about my hair, for example, right? We had a fire drill about fixing my hair, whatever. Everybody's got probably some version of this for those of you who had a big event like a wedding. Like, so, like, But at first, I didn't like that he said that. I was like, no, but like, I'm going to do everything I can to control everything and have it all go according to plan. What I see now is that he was completely right. And by just accepting that something was going to go wrong, I was ready to just roll with it, right? And I might have had my little moment and been a little stressed, but it didn't, it didn't surprise me. It didn't catch me off guard as much. And I'm, I'm realizing this, that with almost 10 years of business building experience, I am so flexible and give so much grace to myself because I know I'm going to go off plan. For example, I'm recording this episode right now on a Thursday. I like to publish on Mondays, guys. 
And I didn't get to it this week because I'm serving my clients. Now, I try not to make a habit of breaking promises to myself. And I take my appointments really seriously, especially, you know, even when they're commitments to myself, like nobody cares if I break a commitment to myself, but I care. At the same time, I know that things are going to happen and that it's that it just does no good to wring my hands and think about all the shame that comes up about the fact that I'm now behind my plan, right? Instead, I just pick myself up and jump back in right where I left off. I could have said this week, you know, I didn't didn't publish the podcast on Monday, so like let's just hit it next week. Let's just wait for next Monday. Y'all, I want you to know that while that is a totally natural thing to think, it's totally toxic. It's toxic because it's perfectionism. Like it's like a snake in the grass, right? That tells you that if you don't send your email newsletter that you promised you would send on X date, that you might as well just skip a week. F that, right? Like get in there now. I don't care if it's Friday afternoon. You write that email and you send it because you're going to pick up where you left off and you're not going to have any drama about it. Because I know I've said this before, but if you were to ask me what is the number one predictor of success in entrepreneurs, what I would tell you is it's not the most skilled person. It's not the smartest person. It's not the best expert. It's not the richest person. It's the person who is most willing to stay in the game over time. And you are so much more willing to, and, and able to stay in the game if you adopt that mentality of picking up where you left off. So I just want to invite you to think about this. Like, isn't it crazy that I'm just picking up my business where I left off as if the past year just didn't happen? I mean, I'm blown away by that. I never would have found out that this was true if I hadn't just tried, right? If I had allowed that voice that said, yo, you burn every bridge, people moved on, nobody cares, you're going to have to rebuild. Like, it's all head trash. It's all baloney. And, you know, some people out there would would argue like time, like, you know, what is the past? It's nothing other than our own memory. I mean, in a way, like it's a figment of your imagination. Okay, so four days passed. Like what is four days, right? What is it really? It's just a it's just a segment of time that humans have come up with to help us understand our world. Doesn't mean anything unless you make it mean something. So what would happen if you just, you know, put into place an attitude of picking up where you left off? Really want you to think about six-year-olds at a dance recital and imagine that fork in the road that emerges when that one little girl misses a step, right? She could make it mean something and get all up in her head and freeze and notice that the lights are shining on her and then the tears are coming and we all know where that's headed, right? Or... She can just smile on through it and jump into the next step. Oops, I turned left. I meant to turn right. Oh, I fell on my butt. Okay, up we go on to the next eight count, right? Picking up where you left off. You imagine a uh, like a, um, a band performing, right? Like that happens all the time. They, they you know, the guitar player, the bass player, the singer, they're kind of out of harmony for a second. What do they do? They just get back on the same page and they pick up right where they left off. So, Listen, dear listener, I don't care if you've missed a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years. It doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. I want you to know that you are invited today to pick up where you left off. Just pretend like that was five seconds ago because 
it, who cares, right? Pick up where you left off. Okay, sure, you could have made more progress if you if 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 if, but that game's not serving us. What's most important is making it across that finish line, right? Doesn't matter. Just pick up where you left off. Give it a try. I'd love to hear from you if this is a concept that is helpful to you today. You can find me on Instagram at Hey Steph Crowder. I love DMs. I love to hear from y'all. I love emails. Steph at StephCrowder.com if you want to shoot me an email. Get out there, y'all. Pick up where you left off. And I'll see you next time. Have a beautiful day ahead.